Today I'm interviewing Estefania and Rebecca from the Network of International Women in Austria, NIBWA for short, to have a chat with me. NIBWA is an organization, as the name states, aiming to build community for female immigrants living in Austria. I hope you enjoy listening. Immigration Stories Austria Well, hello, um, Estefania and Rebecca. Thank you for being on my podcast. Thank you for having us. <laughs> no, I'm happy to have you. Do you quickly want to introduce yourselves? Uh, yeah, so I'm Estefania. I am 30 years old and live in Vienna since two and a half years ago. I come from Mexico City and I work as a labor law expert in an HR company. And I'm also one of the co-founders of the Network of International Women in Austria. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm 23 years old. I was born in London, but actually was raised in Italy uh, by migrant uh, parents. And I'm currently living in Austria since two years. And I'm also a co-founder of NIWA, the Network of International Women in Austria. That's so cool that you're both here. And um, do you quickly want to introduce for everyone who doesn't know what NIWA is? What, what does it do? How long does it exist? and um, the workarounds? Of course. So NIWA actually started as a project that Estefania came up with. Um, we were working together as colleagues last year and we both realized about a couple of issues that we ran into when we moved to Austria. Um, we found it quite difficult to find information in the languages that we spoke, for example. So we thought, okay, let's create a organization, a network where women can feel safe, where they have access to information about um, health, education, work, culture and life in the country, which is not normally provided for migrant populations here. So that's, that's what we focus on doing. Um, we have a lot of projects going on, we have some partnerships, and we want to We aim to have an event every month for our members. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, we do workshops, um, conferences. We also do like yoga classes, for example. For uh, It's literally a support network. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. We also think that having other people that help you move along when you're in another country, it's very important. So this is also one of the th reasons we started this, this network. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, is there a reason why it's exclusively for women, even though it's a migrant network? It should be a migrant network, right? And migrants can be families, men and women as well. Yeah, women are mostly uh, more marginalized in general. Like society marginalizes women more. Like there are a lot of problems that are exclusively for women or that are worse for women. For example, even migrants that come to Austria from certain countries especially like what it's called i don't like this term but like the global south or the third world countries women are most uh, prone to not be able to write and read for example or they just write in their own language but they cannot uh, even write in english or german which are the most spoken languages in austria so they are also for this reason more prone to be poor and more prone to be poor in the um, when they are very old, like 60 plus. Uh, when they retire, they don't have like a pension and they don't, they never work. They were always uh, taking care of the children or taking care of the home, which is an unpaid labor. So they are also very, very vulnerable to um, 
being poor when they are old to being poor in right now when they move to Austria. And this is the reason why we wanted to focus on women also because we think it's a safe space mm -hmm. that we share. And a lot of people have told us this, like it's a place where they don't feel harassed. They don't feel sexualized, objectified. They can just come to a hike with us or to a class with us. And they don't think they don't feel patronized. It's a place where they can just express themselves and dress as they want and no one will come and harass them. Mm -hmm. And you focus on this in the migrant background, though, especially. So you help a particularly vulnerable group coming to Austria to um, find a footing here. It's the migrant women's like we don't mind uh, the the country you come from or which uh, society, socio-economic level you have. Of course, uh, that's also one of the funny things when we created Niva that <clears throat> we did like a marketing analysis. This is also one of our things. We don't believe in competition. We believe in collaboration. But still, we needed to see if there was like a quote market quote for us. So most of the organizations that were for migrant women or for women in general were first just in Vienna, second either just in German, or uh, they were for, you know, you want to be a CEO, you want to be a, a bad boss lady, mm -hmm. and you want to uh, rule the world. And not everyone wants to rule the world, you know, like not everyone wants to be a CEO, boss, whatever. So for us, it was also like the other side, it was organizations just for refugees or just for like uh, low income migrants. So we wanted to make, have a mix and match because also having all these separations, then you don't learn from the other person what you could learn. Uh, so we wanted to be like very open for everyone. We don't have like a very specific target in that regard, like a country or a money you earn, or this is also why we are very affordable. Um, Unlike a lot of other organizations, yeah, I think. Which is completely okay. Like yeah. We don't mind if they uh, charge as much money as, as they want, but we try to stay affordable. And we also communicate through social media. So like yeah. I'll use, we use TikTok and Instagram a lot. That has attracted a lot of young people. It was not on purpose. It is because this is what we know how to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and it turned out that it attracted a lot of young immigrants. Uh, but yeah, it was everyone is welcome, actually. Yeah. And everyone is really helpful in our network as well. Whenever someone has a question, they'll write to us. And if we feel like this question might be answered or might be helpful for other people, then we'll just post it on our social media. And then whoever wants can contribute to the answers and yeah it's, it's just really lovely really so nice. it's basically a network of um, people helping people um, where they help each other out in the finding their network and finding a new home here in yeah. Austria exactly, exactly. Okay, <laughs> that's great um, so you said your background is in legal and policy making um, do you also advise them on this case here like on their journey to becoming um, getting their visa here in Austria and the likes exactly or? yeah what we do what we can do because you know we are an NGO so we have uh, no money <laughs> uh, so our areas of expertise we use them so when one becomes a member of NIVA you get one year of membership uh, and you also get two sessions of 30 minutes of course it can be more um, but it's like the minimum we do 
regarding legal uh, like labor stuff or migration stuff because that's like my area of expertise if you have any other problem we do try to guide you to the correct person or we try to look for the correct person to help uh, these people uh, and you also get free access to all of our workshops and all of our events you get also a newsletter we have a lot of partnerships with people that provide discounts to our members so we also offer that and this is part of what the membership offers and what we try to to provide to our members exactly and speaking about the partnerships we really try to find either austrian based brands or uh, little you know small uh, small businesses that want to help other people My grant and things funded. yeah <laughs> yeah just yeah. anything that can help that can be sustainable just good vibes basically <laughs> So you're really trying to build a community then in this sense, right? Yes, exactly. We are, we are, we are trying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. And you said before that, um, is it Vienna-based or is it like Austria-based in general? Or uh, So uh, me and Estefania are based in Vienna. Uh, we have a wonderful team of volunteers that help us. Um, currently, they're all around the world. Um, we met them in Vienna, but as the year went by, you know, things change. Um, but it's, it's really wonderful. Um, and we really try to have as many events as possible around Austria. But obviously this year with Corona and everything, it was really quite challenging to do. Um, so what we plan to do instead is have a bunch of online workshops that are easily accessible to everyone. We do this through um, an invitation. You can sign up uh, by sending us a message or via a form and things like this. We always make sure to post on our social media pages and on our newsletter and things like that so as many people as possible can know and um, gain something from from our events yeah um, we really don't want to be centralized yeah. but as we try not to be centralized we realize why yeah. <laughs> uh, because it's very complicated when we try to do an event in another city um, a lot of people they don't show up or they don't uh, register or it doesn't seem like there is a lot of um, demand for them. It's it's funny because a lot of people write to us and like, can you please do something in Linz or in Graz or Innsbruck or whatever? And we do try. Uh, we actually try to do a workshop in Graz like live, and no one <laughs> registered. So it, it's a uh, it's kind of complicated. Uh, we do try not to be centralized because we know that Vienna holds everything, and most of migrants are here as well. Uh, but there are also migrants in other cities and in mm -hmm. small towns and we do try to reach them so right now what has worked has been the online events we don't only have workshops we also had like get to know each other event that was online so we played some games you know and try to maybe at some point two people from Innsbruck we will we'll get to know each other <laughs> from there yeah. yeah that's cool great um, and what initially got you started with the in, with the immigration topic uh it was my first so it started with my own experience moving to austria uh, i live here as i said two and a half years ago and um when i moved it was very very complicated i think we all know the struggle of moving to austria even it doesn't matter where you come from of course there are systemic limitations for people of countries that don't have a western culture i would say or that austria sees as enemies if i can say that um but everyone has it 
very difficult. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so first, it was my own experience. I really don't like every time there is a problem. I think there is a solution, and I don't like just sitting and waiting. I like doing something. And the actual uh, thing that uh, sparked Niwa and the idea of getting uh, of doing an organization to to have a support network was a friend uh, she she told me that she wanted to divorce and but she did want she didn't want to do it because she felt alone and like no one was here for her and like fighting you know fighting all of this uh, system and uh, she has a child so it was very complicated and she felt very alone so i was like but you shouldn't you shouldn't feel alone like even like i'm here and maybe we are not like the best friends right now but she's also here this person is also here she 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 is also here also coming to the female topic we kind of understand each other in this regard we understand how uh not depending financially on a man it's very complicated and can lead you to very a bad position and there are like legal cases that show how uh, women from these so-called third world countries or outside the European Union countries when they divorce from a European man they are never favored like there are very extreme cases where the man uh, mishandled the children and even with that they got custody because European um, citizens are more favored in the world this is a fact so uh, this is what sparked like okay we need to show everyone like we all are alone in our pots and we think we are alone but we are not like what if we all gather mm-hmm. <laughs> then we will not be lonely anymore and we will have maybe I don't like these things about you maybe you don't like these things about me but we are there to support each other yeah so it's great if we support each other and um, come together even if we're in all in new countries yeah exactly um i i had a situation like estefania explained about being financially dependent on a man so i was with my boyfriend for three and a half years already um we did a long distance relationship i was in the uk and then corona hit um i had just graduated from university in 2020 and it had been the plan that i would move to vienna um and start a life here Um, But unfortunately, with Corona and everything, so many things happened to me back in the UK that I only managed to come to Vienna with 300 pounds in my bank account. And that's it. And the first couple of months that I moved here, it was really, really difficult to find a job because if your level of German is anywhere less than C1, it's it's virtually impossible to find. The possibilities are less. It's not impossible, but the possibilities are less, way less. Yeah. 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 To, to find a job um, and also finding friends here was a little bit um, tricky I would say uh, until my best friend told me you know what you should download Bumble um, and through through that I met a lot of people but yeah it was it was a really uh, tricky situation for me and after four and a half months I managed to find a job it was great it was the job in which I met Estefania in um, which was wonderful of course and since like from from then when she told me okay I want to create this organization do you want to hop on this train with me of course you say yes because we've both experienced the same challenges um, and we wanted to you know make it better for other people if we have a chance exactly (laughs) exactly we're very determined people we have goals and we really try to to stick to them and 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 do it yeah Mm -hmm. 
do you both want to share maybe what types of visas you're on now and your journey to to get them yeah okay mine it's very complicated <laughs> well, it was it's crazy now but uh so i moved to austria because my ex-partner is austrian and we we met here while i was traveling i was backpacking europe and we met here back then i was living in other countries and slowly i got closer and closer uh, did my masters in spain and then moved uh, to germany and then here and yeah it was i had a job in spain but of course it like salaries are way lower so living with a, a spanish job here was very complicated and finding a job here that gives you like the uh, red white red card it's also not the easiest thing you need to have like a threshold salary threshold that uh, you need to earn more than that you also need to prove some things and it was not in my possibilities at the moment so it was either i go back to mexico learn german i didn't speak any german uh, try to do something like to find a, a job from there or uh, we do the register partnership and then i'm able to move here we loved each other and we wanted to live together so it was the best option uh, so i got first the family reunification visa for one year it took six months to come it was in the middle of the pandemic and uh, it was about to like end my uh, stay with my study visa so it was about to expire and after that i had three months of tourism visa that i could stay here and they gave me the visa like one week before my tourist visa uh, ended so it was extremely stressful like i know every immigrant can tell you how we don't sleep we don't we cannot eat we cry uh, we feel so anxious because you feel like okay now how i'm going to solve this you know like I, I need to go back to mexico it was in the middle of a pandemic i didn't want to uh travel in these conditions and you know the authorities just told me like well there are uh, repatriation flights like just do it as if it was cheap or easy or anything so you do have to have a lot of economic resources to move to to austria first you need to have a lot of patience and a lot of perseverance uh, because it can break you honestly then uh, they give me uh, they gave me the first visa for one year then i applied again the second time it took eight months to come did you apply for another uh, partner visa or? yeah family reunification mm -hmm. yeah because it when you are actually in a partnership it doesn't like make much sense to apply for the work one because uh when you are married to an austrian citizen you can apply earlier for citizenship mm -hmm. so it's like a little bit better so to say and also you are not tied to any kind of job um there are some benefits to that mm -hmm. but then sadly um my partner and i broke up so i already had a job thankfully and i found a flat and everything so i applied now for the uh, working visa which is a red white red plus which is not attached to any employer which is something good uh and i'm waiting for it since three months three months ago <laughs> oh yeah. wow again patience here um, mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm sure you're you're already used to it and i'm sorry for the yeah, Austrian bureaucracy it's crazy now they should give it to me for three years because I already lived here for two and I also uh, completed the integration model uh, at zwei German and uh, you need to do like an exam 
for German and also for Austrian values, okay. <laughs> whatever that means. Did you uh, learn anything? Do you want to pass on some uh, knowledge? <laughs> yeah, like do you like what do you think? Austria is a uh, a democracy, b monarchy, c dictatorship. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Prefer not to answer. <laughs> <laughs> on this close. <Yeah. laughs> Okay. So apparently it's a democracy and this is the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you heard it. Here's a cheat sheet for you. Okay. Yeah. Great. Mm. What happened to you? What visa are you on currently? Um, so for me, it was less complicated, I would say. Um, I have a British pas passport. I'm a British national. Um, but of course, Brexit happened. And with Brexit, you know, it happened in 2016 but they didn't actually give any information to anyone from the UK or living abroad and is from the UK um, about it. So I moved to Vienna and then casually I was scrolling on Facebook and I saw an ad pop up for this Article 50 EUV card and mm -hmm. I was like, oh, let's, let's click on it. Why not? I'm curious. Um, and then, yeah, it said basically you have until the end of the year to apply for this Article 50 EUV card. If you don't, you won't be able to live in Europe, basically. So I applied. Um, I think I had to wait about two months for my appointment with the MA35, which is always fun. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I went there. I had to pay, I believe, 85 euros, gave my passport, Meldezettel, Anmeldebescheinigung, and, uh, which is what you get when you start working here. Um, and then they gave me this card in the post a couple of weeks later, which is fine. It's meant to act as a visa and it does for employers and things, but it's also meant to act as ID um, and proof that you are living in Austria, living and working in Austria, right? Um, the authorities don't necessarily know that and I've had a lot of times when I've been traveling to nearby countries or even going to the post office where they are questioning me about my card which is also laminated it looks legitimate you know it's it's perfect um, but I was stopped at the borders of for example Slovenia and Croatia many times because I was presenting my passport and this visa so that they don't stamp my passport and they would, uh, you know, the, the police officers there or the border police would accuse me of uh, making false documents and presenting them to them oh, wow. to bribe them to go back to the country. Even after showing my Meldezettel, my work contract, everything, they would still say, no, this is not an actual visa. No, you can't pass. Uh, you have a British passport. You have no rights and, and, and things like that. So it's... I have insane. a yeah, I have a visa, but like, it's as if I didn't have one, you know. Um, and so, because of all those problems, especially with the post office here, because I need to go to the post office a lot <laughs> for <laughs> reasons, um, <laughs> they ask you for uh, Ausweis, and when I give that, it wouldn't work. So I I called the Emma Fundfundreisig. I said, hey, um, last year or two years ago, actually, when I got my Article 50 card you offered me an ID card as well. Unfortunately, I didn't have enough money at the time to, to pay for it, so I want it now. They said, yeah, no worries. Uh, you don't have to contact us. You go to your Bezirk and uh, they will do it there. So, okay, I made the appointment. I waited a couple of months for my appointment. I was super happy. I even sent to Stefania a picture of my outfit. I was like, yes, <laughs> finally, I'm going to get an Austrian ID. 
and I go there and they tell me do you, so do you have a passport and I'm like no no I, I yeah Austro, uh, Austrian passport and I was like no no I have the UK one here you go and they were like what are you what are you doing here <laughs> um you're you're not meant to be here you're meant to be at the MA35 and I was like no guys please so yeah they gave me false information and now I'm gonna have to wait until the end of October for my ID card appointment so it's it's a little bit of a struggle but eventually I know it will happen and I'm really really looking forward to that day so yeah sounds very confusing yes <laughs> so here's a, little, a few things to unpack what are the what are the main advice you would give to anyone starting these processes if they were to do it now that you know now where you're at in your lives that you would give on what did you wish you would have known uh, first of all, that when you use Google Chrome and you download um, Deeple or Google Translate as a, a pop-up that comes up, all the information can be translated to, on, on a website, can be translated to your own language. Because um, what happens is when you go on all these government websites, they'll have ve the very basic information in English, like, oh, what events are happening or what taxes do you need to pay but when it comes to you know documentation about oh how do i get a passport how do i get a piece of paper that says i can live in this apartment all that information is exclusively in german and when you use uh, google chrome for example you can download like extra plugins and stuff that can help you with that um, otherwise, I advise you to write everything that you find out on a Word document. Call people if you're unsure of the information that you are finding online, um, like I did. <laughs> and ask, ask people for help. Ask on Facebook groups. People are so lovely. Um, follow Niwa. <laughs> Join Niwa. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That, that, would, be, that would be my advice. My advice, I think I will I will go a little bit deeper. Yeah. I will be a deep <laughs> go, go. person, but it's don't be afraid because uh, what I see is that a lot of people are afraid to ask for their visa, to call and say, hey, it's more than six months. Uh, you have a responsibility to give me my visa within six months. They are afraid that they are going to be kicked out of the country. Mm -hmm. And if you are following the rules, there is no reason they should kick you out they shouldn't kick you out because you posted on a facebook post uh, that you hate the emma from fundraising like there is no reason they 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 will kick you out because of that because as i said before this is a democracy so mm -hmm. there is also freedom of speech like a lot of a lot of people are afraid uh, to do anything or to move or to say anything against uh, the authorities or criticize the authorities even and if we don't criticize them, they will never change. This happened like last year. Uh, I, I mentioned uh, before off <laughs> that I was organizing with some people a protest against the Emma von Fundreisig. And it started being very, very popular. Like every uh, newspaper was contacting us and the main organizer was giving a lot of interviews and people actually started noticing. And it's crazy because I went there and I kind of hurt myself reading the comments because a lot of people are very against immigration but also if they don't know the struggles we we do because for example they say yeah but you don't pay taxes you don't pay university you just come here and study for free we do 
we do pay taxes and we do pay for university and we like we are normal people like everyone so if we don't start saying anything if we don't criticize if we don't fight and protest and go outside nothing will change and everyone will just stay in their bubble so don't be afraid say what you that what you think of course as long as it's not hate speech mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh but if you don't like something just do something against it otherwise it will never change Mm-hmm. And since uh, since that time, do you think there has been some improvements or have you seen change happening? I have seen changes for sure. Um, I like my personal experience maybe it's not the best example, but friends of mine have had their approbation or the authorization for their visa way faster. Also the phones are being answered faster. And there is like this new business center for immigrants, Celica uh, Gaza, I think. And I do think there's change. And I do think that all these people protesting and also saying something and sending emails to, to the uh, vice Bürgermeister uh, of Vienna. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I think it was something that, that helped a lot. Yeah. But also, we aim to raise awareness about the amount of immigration that exists in the country as well to to make it more normalized let's say for people because more than a quarter of the country is actually made up of uh, people with migration backgrounds and i think it's really important for everyone to just not see the word migration as with negative connotations because that's what it's basically seen as right now and it's very unfortunate and we're also trying to change and it's that. always being promoted yeah. by a lot of mm-hmm. entities like um the government or like the far-right parties in, in austria it is um yeah so mm-hmm. but i think it's also raised awareness of what we as immigrants endure because mm-hmm. i think in my personal experience for example in mexico i didn't know what it took to be an immigrant in there And then I learned and I was like, wow, this is not easy. It's not easy to move to Mexico. It's easier than moving to Europe. Europe, it's very protective, as we know. And Austria, it's, uh, I think, if not the most, one of the most difficult countries to move in within the European Union. The citizenship laws are very, very, very strict. I think it's uh, the, the strictest in the European Union. And European citizens, I have a lot of friends, they are my friends you know they are the nice people and when i tell them what i had to do to move here they are like wow i didn't know i had no idea that you had to happen for this and i'm so sorry and most people don't know that we are here actually because we want to and we we, i like i love living here i love my life in here i contribute to society and even if i didn't i have my right to live anywhere i want to right as long as i am not harming anyone or anything Uh, so I was also raising awareness and thank you a lot Barbara for this because you are doing it uh, of what we endure and what we have to do to live here it's very very important for Europeans to know yeah yeah thank you from my side too like just to make it clear I'm nodding (laughs) we're nice people (laughs) thank you guys Um, and thank you for sharing your story and speaking out about how migration shouldn't be tied to a bad rap because it's a huge potential and Austria is really missing something if a quarter <laughs> of the people in Austria would just leave go back to their home countries if you mm-hmm. will yeah. we would 
we would just basically nobody would work anymore (laughs) (laughs) literally fall apart so it's a it's a huge potential that austria should tap into more i completely agree with that yeah um to end on another note do you guys want to share maybe um some next events for neva what you have coming up and generally how you could become a part of neva what what would you have to like would you have to pay or would you have to follow you on your social medias or how does this work of course so our next event is going to be an interview workshop because we found that people are really interested in uh, knowing more about the whole work life and culture as well Um, and we really try to make our workshops as um sort of Austrian um, centralized as possible. So for example, on our uh, interview workshop, we talk about how to answer questions that they will most likely ask you here, what kind of answers they are wanting to hear from you, you know, and things like that. Um, and what to expect salary-wise, what to, how to um, not behave, but how to, you know, sit and, and speak about yourself and things like that, which I think is very important because for me at least you know I grew up in Italy um it's very loud there people are always talking on the phone people are shouting speaking with their hands um and when I moved here I realized how quiet it is and it's the same with an interview for example you don't behave in 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 the same in the same way so uh that's that's an event that's going to take place in September uh we have we will be putting out a poll on Instagram so People can vote for which day would be best for them uh, because we want to be as inclusive as possible. Uh, we try to take into consideration, you know, uh, mothers, people who work after 5 p.m., things like that, students that have exams and everything. Um, so we really try to accommodate for everyone. Um, and then in November, we will be having a talk or panel kind of workshop where one of our partners will be speaking about how to create your own project because we really want to encourage our members and anyone who follows us to really be as independent as possible, to lead a good life, a great life, and we're there to give as much as as much support as they need, as much support as we can give. Um, the best thing I think uh, all the listeners should do is follow us on our social media channels. So normally we're called Niwa Austria. Uh, that's on Instagram and on TikTok and on Facebook and on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. We post our events everywhere on those channels and also the before and after sort of thing. Um, Our TikTok is more on the funny side, so (laughs) I really recommend you (laughs) you follow us there. It's always fun to make those. Um, And right now, uh, our membership is for one year. Uh, if you sign up before the 10th of September, you have an extra month of membership. And then we are going to change the prices as well because inflation is hitting everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you if you uh, sign up before the 10th of September, it would be 35 euro per year for a working adult and 20 if you are unemployed or a student. Um, if you're a refugee, you can contact us, and we normally give the free, yeah free, the free membership, free membership. Yeah. exactly because we try to you know we really want to help as many people as we can possibly reach as many women as we can possibly reach. 
So you can only sign up when you're a woman. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Because a lot of or I identify. Yeah, as, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't don't feel safe otherwise and that's what yeah. we want to create and there are other organizations which cater to migrants in general so that our focus was really um for for women because that's what we know that's what we need and we're missing yeah um yeah 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 thank you for sharing <laughs> and um yeah hope to see everyone at the next event of yours yes <laughs> lots yes. of new followers <laughs> that would be we great hope as well. <laughs> thank well, you thank you for coming Thanks for listening. If you know someone or even are someone whose story needs to be told, please message me under immigration.stories.austria at gmail.com. You can also find the email address in the show notes. Immigration Stories Austria.